The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. Yeah, I'll speak the magic word, Vismabibum. Which of the trolls is voiced by Anna Kendrick and which one's voiced by Justin Timberlake? <laughs> Watch out, motherfuckers, Hero of Destiny! Got a very culty vibe off the guy? Right. Your kid there doesn't look much like you. What's your old lady been up to? Yeah, it's a meat <laughs> Suddenly the stakes of this battle feel so much higher. Ooh, um, ciao. Reach down, claw dwarf. What's that? I'm what a half elf. Yeah, no one likes the word crust. Coochie coochie coo! Because you're, you're terrifying. Welcome back, friends. We hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving break, or for our non-USA fans, your Thursday. Before we get to this week's episode, we've got a recommendation for you. There's another actual play podcast on our radar that we think you might enjoy, and it's called the Natty 19 Podcast. Join a crew of stalwart adventurers made up of old friends that are either new to D&D or cut their teeth on second edition in years past as they all come together to journey through the mysterious and unforgiving land of Chult. There's excitement, zombies, death curses, healthy application of insect repellent, and, of course, dinosaurs. The show is worth your time. Our very own DM had a chance to chat with the crew at Carnage this year on a panel about podcasting that will be released any day now, so you can consider this a truly personal recommendation. Look up the Natty 19, that's N-A-T-T-Y-1-9, podcast wherever you cast for pods. Now, to the episode. Let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on the show, the party, having been waylaid by a conman slash robber in the road, was beset by a pair of trolls that had people strapped to their chests like armor. And, on top of that, they arrived alongside another botanical gentleman. The party quickly sprang into action against them, Cassian casting haste and setting about slicing the captives' bonds so the rest of the party could attack the trolls without fear of striking down an innocent. Clever use of dissonant whispers and banishment allowed the party to manage how many of their opponents were active at any given time, allowing them to whittle down their attackers, striking both trolls down and briefly capturing the cultist before Ildov just melted his fucking head. <laughs> this left them free to tend to the recently freed. Cleaning them up and offering them food and water, the captives introduced themselves as Trace Everdance and Orin Bizwizzle, two city guards from Bastafier that had been captured and put to this fate. The party elected to pull off the road and take a rest. And that is where we pick up. You've pulled off the road, wagon and all, deep enough into the forest that you won't be easily noticed, but still close enough that you can hear if anyone travels by. Orin and Trace have eaten and drank now, and they are resting quite wearily. Uh, mechanically, each of them is suffering from five levels of exhaustion, uh, which essentially means that they can't really do much of anything. They have disadvantage on all ability checks, disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws, their hit point maximum is halved, and their speed in combat is reduced to zero. 
Eowyn, you are poring over the scroll of Contact Other Plane that you got from Winston mm-hmm. and agonizing over whether to copy it into your spellbook or try and cast it off the scroll. Uh, otherwise, what would you all like to do? I guess I'm going to keep um, pouring over the Tome of Deep Thoughts for the moment. Yeah. Deep thought? Deep thoughts. Clear Deep thoughts. Breath? Whatever. <laughs> Clear thoughts? So he has a different tome. That what? He hasn't that he hasn't it. told you about. That's a magical tome. Cassian! <laughs> yeah. Um, hello. Hi. What's up, Eowyn? What is that book? Oh, this is just like sort of a magic book that increases your intelligence. Okay. <laughs> uh, give me it. <laughs> um, quick question, Sam. Is it even? Uh, yep. So, what is your intelligence right now, Aaron? I thought you were just asking me that question. It's gonna yeah. be like you asked, Sam. Uh, what's Aaron's intelligence? I was, I was about to ask I'm you, saying. and I realized it made more sense to ask Aaron something first. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. So you could, you could, in theory, bump your intelligence up. Okay. Hmm. One can always bump their intelligence up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, um, it's it's pretty dry, I guess. Uh, if you think you'll get something out of it, frankly, I've just been I've been flipping through it, and I can't make heads or tails of the darn thing. <laughs> Give it. To- <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Alan? Just because I'm so glad to have you back on the team, it's it's all yours. I toss her the tome. Of oh, Clayfonts. thank you, Cassie. And yes, <laughs> it's okay, not like I right. use my intelligence no. for much, anyhow. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Correct. Okay. And now I'm holding a book that raises my intelligence magically? Uh, not instantly. Um, I don't have the item card in front of me, but you have to do. Uh, you have to read a certain amount of hours within a certain amount of time for the effect to take hold, and after that it's I can look it up if you want. Um, cool. Was it only one use? Did I steal that from It, it is uh, one use every hundred years. <laughs> wow. Oh, so I stole that from Cassian. He well, hasn't finished his reading of it he's yet. He's still so. in the middle of reading it. Yeah, so. well, Aaron feels guilty. Eowyn definitely <laughs> so. yeah, that's kind of what I figured. <laughs> She's going to keep that. <laughs> She'll get it done in record time. Yeah. I cast speed reading. <laughs> I cast haste and read. <laughs> the flight of the bumblebee starts playing. And yes, like, of course. The magic word is hooked on phonics. Yeah. Or that uh, on sped up version of the William Tell overture from the Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's actually both of them playing over each <laughs> oh, other. Oh, God. It's very dissonant. Oh. Uh, okay, so the uh, the tome of clear thought has been passed to a new owner. What's everyone else up to? Uh, I'm still helping Trace and Oren, uh, giving them rations and kind of taking care of them, make sure they're okay. Okay. Checking in on them. Best I can. I think I'm actually going to just keep sort of like, I'm like swinging the, the sword around and just like practicing with it, getting used to the feel of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hilda's just chilling. Anybody want to use any, is anybody not at full health? Uh, this is, you guys can use hit dice if you want to regain a little bit, or yeah, if, if Yarfik wants to drop some more spells, you can Well, actually, I heal. dropped two last time. I have to remember that I have Blessed Healer, so I need to get some hit points back. Yeah. That's a great question. Let me... Uh, shoot, I'm not yeah, sure if I'll I have use... the character sheet on me that I used last time. Give me one second. I'll use one. Go yeah, for it. Okay. Yeah, Eowyn didn't get hit. Yeah. Almost. But and not I quite. used one a level spell. One okay, spell. That did not but... work. Uh, okay. And what was the Winston? Winston, yeah. Is he still nearby? No, Winston is, is gone by this point. Well, for the time it took you guys to get the wagon and horses off into the woods, he was finally able to trudge away. <laughs> It was just hard once he got, uh, until he got the cart on the road itself. Right. 
because it was all muddy and you know near the river. And... Yeah, well, yeah, that and the square wheels. Yeah, you those know. were really, really unhelpful. They give you such an air of like wizard about you. Because why would you have square wheels if you're not really a wizard? This is an important question. So you guys are resting, sort of just regaining what you can uh, after this this tussle that you had with the trolls. Yeah, I'll go ahead and play my um, song of rest. By the way, which bumps up any healing anybody's doing. I don't know. It, did anybody else say they're healing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so, um, Oren and Trace have uh, have they they still look very drawn and weary, uh, but it looks like they have enough energy to talk. If you have questions for them, <laughs> I'm reading. So, ah, I guess I can multitask. I'm that intelligent. Oren, <laughs> Trace. Yes. Yes. Uh, hello. Uh, so, what made you be on a troll? Uh, that's an odd question to come from someone. Uh, we were placed there. We 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 were we were attacked and overwhelmed and pla- placed upon them. Apparently, I, I woke up on mine. I don't know about you, Orin. Whether, whether you saw. Yes, what I. Uh, it's uh, me, Orin Biswizzle here. Uh, <laughs> Thank just, you for reintroducing uh, yourself. I, I forget that. Need to announce myself <laughs> in every conversation. Uh, yes, we woke up on the trolls. That's what happened. We, we, we were attacked. The city was overrun. And we, we were defending it to the best of our ability. Bastafir? Yes, Bastafir fell. At least that I saw. I, d- I don't know else. But we were knocked out. And when I woke up, I was attached to a troll. Apparently, you know, just being its meat shield. Where did the trolls come from? And the term is meat flag. (laughs) Meat flag. Yes. Uh, But where did the trolls come from? Uh, The sewers? Yeah. The the sewers? A bastafia, yes. They came out during Imperamas. They they were doing the ceremonial pour of the drinks, and one big hand came out and kind of attacked us. Ew. One (sighs) big hand? Yes, of the troll. And the the troll troll. pulled itself out. Do you not know how climbing works? I... I'm aware of how climbing works. Uh, oh, okay. And uh, you did your best to fight the trolls, but you couldn't... Okay. No, we, right. we defeated the troll. You did defeat the troll? Yes, we, we defeated the troll. The one. The one, yes. A single troll? And then, like, half of their cultists that came after us. We we got to the city gates. We got people out alive. Well done. Well, that's good. Yes, uh, some of them. <laughs> <laughs> True, some of them didn't listen to us. Okay. Well, yeah, good. Uh, well, I'm exhausted, uh, so I'm going to go back to reading. If you had to estimate, yes, to how many uh, of the the enemy do you, would you say there are in the city right now? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of them. Um, it's a yeah, it's a lot. Uh, we are people. To, yeah. not people, but you know. Well, there were people. They're evil. They are evil. <laughs> uh, we, we 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 can't get, give you any numbers. We were running for our lives, trying to defend the city. Hmm. Not even a rough estimate. You're still in charge, Oren. I, I, I'm on, under what you yes. want to do. I mean, Oren is the boss. Oren is the boss. Uh, but probably not anymore. <laughs> I, I follow you where you go. That's sweet. That's really sweet of you <laughs> to say. I mean, that's well, you know, y- y'all's ranking system is, of course, your own business. Uh, I am, of course, in charge here <laughs> in the, <laughs> the larger sense, being a hero of destiny and the leader of this merry band, of course. 
Wait, wait, hero of destiny? What do you mean, hero of destiny? Oh, I'm prophesying. Uh, so you're just no, you. all, of, huh? all four of us. We are well. We four and fifth. it's a little ambiguous about uh, Eowyn, actually. <laughs> um, sort of. No, yeah. Look, we had six people at one point, and then there were five, and then we did some other math that kind of took stuff away, and I don't know if we're counting the oxen, because they've been with us since the beginning. It's a lot of at different At least things. four of us. Is Jeff in the prophecy? We don't know. Uh, yes, but at least four of us are prophesied. Wouldn't Seth Jeff be like our prophet? Like, he's actually giving our message to the people? It's possible. Do you understand anything? this, Seth Jeff? No, I've never heard of Seth Jeff. He's, is he one of the people involved in this? Like, uh, marginally, but... Uh, we we four are prophesied to help, so worry not. We're going to. You you're a little late. You're a little late for it. No, no, this is all part. All of right, it. I guess we'll call it a day then. <laughs> it's here's the thing: is we needed to go to the mountains to get this, and I show them the sword. Ooh. Yeah, pretty right. They use this glowing rapier in front of Warren and Trace. So, looks like someone learned to cast light on. No, the no, rapier. it's it's doing that on its own. Yes, you. I'll show Cassian. Hand me a regular rapier, please. Certainly, I I cast light on that rapier. And it's, it's, oh yeah, no, I can see it's yeah. different. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I doubted that very much. Uh, and it is legitimately different. The the light coming off of the regular rapier that just had light cast on it is sort of this like uh, it, it's like the difference between a yellow and a white light bulb. Mm-hmm. Um, in that you get just like sort of that that sterile white light is coming off of it, but the light coming off of Aji's tear feels uh, like warm sunlight on your skin. Oh, haven't felt that in a while. Oh, you guys killed the cultist that was with the trolls, right? The, that was that was controlling us. Yes. Did you find anything on him? Uh, I looked, but no. Should uh, we look again? Uh, I quickly, I did a cursory check. Well, you... He, Let's look yes, again. Yes. Uh, there's one thing I remember from being attached, but we were being attached to the trolls. He was playing with something inside his robes, and it was... I don't want to know about that. Uh, and, and I, 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 just, I don't probably, know if there was something... What? Probably should leave that to him, don't you think? No, no, no. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Trey's is a... Uh, he's not... It's a... Uh, no, it's something... Uh... Valuable to him. Uh, yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it makes him happy. It makes him... It was some sort of talisman or something. Something oh, around his well, neck. why didn't you... Okay, <laughs> how far are we from the dead cultist? You're not that far away, and at this point, if you guys wanted to sort of get back on the road, you'll pass by the the bodies anyway. Okay, are we all rested up? Is everybody feeling good to go? I'm ready to take the, on the world at this point if we're ready to go. Well, all right. Then. Point of order, mm-hmm. actually, re- okay. regarding rest. Two, two things. Um, first mm-hmm. of all, anybody who used a hit dice gets an extra three hit points from my song of rest. Dope. <laughs> Okay. Um, the other thing, Sam, I'm trying to remember. Did we yes, actually it... take a long rest at any point before we fought the trolls? Before you fought the trolls, you took a long rest when you took the mushrooms. Right. Thank you. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that I didn't cheat yeah. <laughs> and use more spells than I actually had. Uh, no, you're good. Okay. Oh, what other one other thing we did learn on our way here? If you're ever in the forest. <laughs> Yes, if you, ever, if you ever find it. Are, are you fans of psychedelics? <laughs> I mean, I've, I've tried some sometimes. It, it usually doesn't no. do well for me. I, I end up getting very angry. Well, maybe you shouldn't work for a city guard, but uh, let's continue. <laughs> Back to the road. Uh, Oren and Trace have to ride in the wagon. They're still too far too weary to, to be on horseback. So I'm assuming Yarfik's driving the wagon. Cassian will probably be on daybreak. There's room for one more person in the wagon if either Eowyn or Ilda wants to do it, but you also have two more horses. <laughs> I love the side eye. All right, the horse. 
I didn't want to talk to these two. <laughs> yeah, Eldova's uh, gonna ride a horse. Um, I do have one more question for Orin and Trace. Actually, I'm gonna sort of ride, sort of like ride Daybreak back towards where I can see them. You know, in the mm-hmm. in the wagon, and I say, "Do either of you know of any um, any way we might get into the city undetected? Any sort of secret passageways, or I'm just spitballing." It might depend on whether the city is still standing in the same way we remember it. Uh, so what you know, uh, what Orin and Trace know about the construction of the city uh, is that it is uh, surrounded on all sides by a, by a, a wall that's at least 20 feet in height. Um, there is a relatively extensive sewer system underground, uh, which may or may not have some some pathways to the outside world. There uh, were several criminal enterprises active in the city, uh, and one of their main things was smuggling. They certainly had a way in and out, but the city guard never found it. Hmm. Well, we know that's I, there. I, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I, we, we knew where all the all the entrances were, but they were the gates. I wonder, Yafik, if Kathak might not know how where the secret entrance to the city is. If you could use sending. Uh, oh, Cassian, <laughs> wouldn't a smuggling fall under like in something? Don't don't you as a? Oh no, you're not a. Rebel, no, I mean. But don't you as with your past as like a. Uh, uh, sneaky, sneaky I, I don't know what you're talking don't about. Don't you have a, like a? <laughs> <laughs> and I, Cassian's oh, no, 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 gonna you... start to lie about about like being a, a noble again. But uh, I'm assuming some kind of force emanating from Agia's tear is like making it harder for me. Like, how does that work? So you have to roll deception with disadvantage. Okay, got it. Yeah, so I'm gonna say, no, no I mean, of course, I'm <laughs> I'm a nobleman. I don't know why you would think that I come from any kind of sneaky background. Of course, I've done scouting, you know, in the, in the... Uh, <laughs> Wait, you were a scout too? But I, I rolled a three <laughs> plus... Uh, <laughs> No, sorry, that was a natural, one of those was a natural one for deception. Oh, God. <laughs> so not even the trees believe you. No. Uh, uh, even Beatrice and Claude are like, <laughs> So what is it, though, like, in, in, in terms of the, the world, Sam, like, what, what's happening to me that's making it so hard to lie? I, so the, the way it feels to you is, uh, like, the moment that you start to lie, your, your tongue feels thick in your mouth. And, and your mouth goes somewhat dry and you start tripping over your words. And it's almost like your body is trying to stop these words from coming out of your mouth because it knows they are yeah, not. Yeah, like I said, it's, it's not actually like I was a sneaky person generally. I guess not where I come from. But I'm a scallop and a disturbance. Cassian, do you need some water I or something? Like, did a yeah, bee Cassian, just sting what's... you? No, Cassian just got braces. <laughs> so. oh, okay. uh, but what I was saying is that don't you have like a feature or like a, a character trait where you know like under underworld stuff? I mean, not underworld, but like... Like the, the vampire thing? No, no, I know what he's talking about, underworld. sort of. Um, I do have like... Yeah, so as part of the urchin background that I actually have, yeah. I do have like... Uh, let me look it up on my character sheet and see how it works. There's something about getting through the you, city fast, but I think there's also like... Oh. 
Yeah, you you have knowledge of like shortcuts within the city because of your urchin background. Oh. So uh, urban travel time is halved. Yeah, but I I tweaked my background a little bit. So like my contacts that I have are not are not so much in the criminal underworld as more like in the mercenary kind of. Oh okay. Mm. I don't know. Maybe with the also, nine, with anybody in the nine lives, maybe have smuggler contact Sam. Like, could I do a friend of a friend kind of thing? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's certainly likely. You'd have to figure out a way to get a message to okay. them. Okay. And to get a message yeah. back. Very well, cool. I could ask Kathak. Uh, I don't know if he's busy right now with uh, with helping the elves. <laughs> we uh, wouldn't want to interrupt him and Olas if they're busy. <laughs> they they we... might be moving a dresser. Who knows what's going on? Are we back at the body by now? Uh, yes, you guys are back at the body okay. now. Uh, you'll find that the uh, as you ride ride up to them, the uh, corpses which you've just left out in the road now for several hours have attracted some scavengers. Uh, so there are some uh, birds pecking. Go away! <laughs> There's a fox. Stop yelling at the birds, Evan. Go away! Tearing at the flesh of the cultist's neck. Okay, mm. we shoo okay. them. Go, leave. Shoo, shoo. So, yeah, yes, ch- check the body quickly. There must be something there. Uh, would someone else like to touch a dead body? I think we all can go touch the dead body. Uh, can I use Mage Hand to... Uh... <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, uh, Ildov, you use Mage Hand to sort of uh, peel the robe back. <laughs> um, and it comes off Is like. Is he wearing a crusty it's, jerkin? It's, no, it's more just like it's it's kind of uh, heavy. It's, it's sort of soaked in blood at this point. Mm. Um, and you can feel it almost straining at the weight limit of Mage Hand, but you're able to peel it back and you find there's a little pocket um, inside of it that had been overlooked prior. And in it is this. A scroll. A scroll. A scroll. scroll. I'll take it. (laughs) Go ahead. Two books and a scroll going at once. A small scroll. It says, orders, clear the roads to make way for our march. Strike fast, cleanse with flame. Oh. And it's... Oh, and there's a... Sorry. There's a little egg on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an eyeball. Oh, right. <laughs> I, I cover the eyeball up with my hand. This is a case. Okay. It's a drawing of an it's eyeball. It's a drawing of an eyeball. Clear. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, the, the paper to be physical has an eyeball. eyeball. <laughs> did not have. No, I, I get yeah. that. Okay, but we do live in a world of magic and sorcery, so it's not inconceivable to me that Fair. Wait, wait, what? we might have a way to see out of that eye. I do a little control flame, cast a pilot light, and burn the eyeball off the paper, Ooh. and then, like, singe it. Nice. Okay. So now there's a little hole in the scroll. There's a hole in the <laughs> scroll! <laughs> so, if I'm understanding that right, it seems like we might be encountering a march relatively soon. That seems natural. Where did you, did, you know, Oren and Trace, where did you guys come from? Do you remember where you were coming to this way? Aren't they back at the camp? I, uh, I... They're in the, oh, the wagon. wagon. They're in the wagon. We're in the wagon. Which Yarfik Never is mind. driving. I don't remember exactly how the where we were, but they were uh, burning everything. So. Yes, yeah, so there was a lot of destruction. Right? A lot of fire, I, a lot of blood, lots of screams. I feel like we went through a town or two, maybe. I can't remember exactly. So, so, so bad being up. It smelled horrible. Ugh. Okay. And so sweat only in the spot behind me, just dripples of sweat. It's, uh, 
it's unnecessary. Triples <laughs> <laughs> of spice. Um, so they're coming from Bostafier. There's going to be a march coming from Bostafier towards the way, towards the other way. Okay. Or are they just fanning out, like, from Bostafier? Uh, yeah, I have a feeling that. But which way, uh, which, what is the other way? What is this road leading to? The other way from Bostafier? Well, to Versailles, right? I mean. Right. On crossroads and a bunch of other places on the map, there's. I mean, it's all it's, laid out in 90-degree angles. It's very easy. Well, we're past the, the, the uh, road that would have taken us to Crossroads, right? Yes, you are past the road that would have taken you to Crossroads, but Wait. you but they could take this road, and if they wanted to go to any of the mountains, they could certainly do that. Mm. They could go through the Center Mountain Pass, which would mm. leave them free to go anywhere in the north part of the continent, which includes Boar, which is the, the uh, capital city of the dwarves. It also includes Minespring, which is the capital city of the continent in general and the headquarters of the ORE. I mean, I have to assume that part of their agenda is coming for this sword, right? I mean, if they know... I, possible. It's possible, but they, I think they're also trying to cleanse the land, and if they get to Boar... No, no, they can't, they can't get to Boar. They can't get to Boar. Um, I mean, I will, I will put this to you. You you do know at this point what the goal of this cult is. It's to kill everything, right? Which is, well, it's not to kill everything, but it's to to start the endless war. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's what the god of war was trying to do in the old stories, and that's what Elder Zone is essentially trying to do: is the flame that will fuel the eternal conflict. So the farther afield that his armies are able to travel the more people they are able to fight. Mm. And the further the continent is sunk into and never-ending. Yeah. Seems to me we need to... I think we regardless need to head towards Bastard here. Right to the center of it. Cut the head off. Yeah, I don't know, as as, frankly incredibly badass as we are, I don't necessarily know if we can take on an entire army, but if we kill the leadership... Exactly. I think it's time for a disguise mission. And I think we need, I think we need to work on some PR, because we're apparently bad people now. Yeah, so. what's up with that? Um, well, let's go. I don't... We don't really... Yeah. I feel yeah. like we could worry about that later. I mean, T- Trace and, and Orn, did you hear anything about the Von Demos Adventuring Syndicate as you were going along? Like, do you know? Uh, no. No? No, not at all. Didn't really uh, get a chance to talk to anybody, as the trolls were pretty much just murdering. Did you happen to hear this song? <laughs> I pick out the opening to my Bastafier warning song on the lute. Uh, no, that's new to me. Have you heard of a man called Horse Puncher? No. Or the Ballad of Such? No, no. Well, no. I guess you guys are not up on pop culture. Okay. <laughs> How about, uh... <laughs> I feel like heard... Seth Jeff is letting us down. Yeah. <laughs> Have you all heard of a... <laughs> Y'all. Yeah. Have you heard of a... A band called Outside the System. <laughs> that they have heard. Oh, it's, oh, it's one of my favorite bands. Oh, come on. We love Outside the System. They're great. We're going to see their concert in a couple days, but they went around. Uh, we you didn't happen to keep up with the local politics of a small town called Stone's Throw, did you? Wait, which is the. No. Wait. Stone's Throw is on the other side of Uthcore. Oh, okay. Cool. I, I really. I hope Doug made it out of here. Doug is one of my uh. favorites. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's the best. Okay, let's go. We, we must away. 
So you continue on, uh, and further down the road, you get a you know a few miles down from where you uh, you had that conflict with the trolls. You begin to see wisps of black smoke rising from even further down. Um, as the sun begins to set, you find yourselves coming upon a small hamlet in the woods. In its prime, this hamlet would have been about six buildings or so. Looks like a few cottages, a farmhouse, and a barn. Though now they seem to be mostly broken beams and embers. And now we can lift the sheet off. Ah! Carefully, carefully. Ooh. Oh, wow. There is no mistaking any of this for eggs. Yeah, I don't think anything here could reasonably be an egg. Uh, I could find something. <laughs> oh, look at this big brown egg. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so... Uh, part of the barn still stands. The farmhouse and the smaller buildings look to have burned down completely, leaving only charred outlines and whatever stone was used in their construction. The buildings are all arranged around a well, from which are hanging eight skeletons. Whoa! Uh -huh. All with arms bound behind their backs. Six of the skeletons are adult-sized. Oh. oh no. All of the skeletons have ash on them. Yeah, they are huge. <laughs> uh, all of the skeletons have ash on them as if the flesh was burned from their bones. Oh, and it's unclear uh, as to whether this was the cause of death or if it was done afterwards. Either way, it's pretty gruesome. And where are we on the map? Uh, you are at the far end. I don't know if you can see, yeah. Oh, okay. I think we should. Uh, check it out. Obviously something terrible happened here. I can ask the folks at the well if we want to find out, but I only get five questions. But we should cut them down first. It's a magic thing, right? You're not gonna just... No, I'm not gonna speak to the bones and just yell at them <laughs> until they talk to me. I'm not that annoying. Okay, I'm just making sure. It sounds like a thing you would do. Weren't you there when we... The, on Blackwing's forest when we found the body on the side of the road? I guess technically I was there, but... My mind may have been elsewhere, if you understand what I'm saying. This was, this was not mushroom time. Yeah, I think that might have been an episode that I wasn't there for, and you played Cassian for me. Oh, oh yeah, might have been. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, why don't you do that, Yafuk? And then... Well, can we please cut them down first? Yeah, let's cut them down first. So cut them down, and I'll not. I'll just kind of watch that, or not um, watch that happen. So let's get some perception checks while you all are... Good idea. Oh, five. <laughs> Uh, 15. 17 for me. 12. Cassian and Yarfik, as you uh, dismount your horses and the wagon and sort of begin to, uh, to, to go into this small hamlet, uh, in looking around, you can see in the um, sort of amongst the rubble of one of the small cottages, uh, probably that that far one right Were over yonder. Were they thatch roof cottages? It's hard to tell because there is no evidence of a roof left. Uh, but they have definitely been burninated. So you see amongst the rubble in uh, in that cottage that there's uh, movement. Hello? Hello? Yavik, what the hell? Well, it could be one of the townspeople. Yeah, but it, if it's not, it would have been nice to have the element of surprise. So, uh, Yarfik, as you call out, uh, you, uh, you can see the movement, um, and you see what looks like... It, 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 at first you thought it was just like a, a burnt sack, but now you can see a little bit more clearly that it's actually a, a black-shirted creature. 
um, and that you're looking at from behind. And as you call out to it, hello, hello, it pops up and turns around. And what you thought at first, you were like, oh, it's a sack of wheat. Then you were like, oh, it's small, it's a child. And now you see uh, it's green-skinned with a scrunched face and shrewd eyes. This a goblin. This a goblin? This a goblin. This a dead goblin. Does it say hello back? Uh, <laughs> no, it uh, talks in goblin. And it turns around, uh, sees you, waving at it. And immediately in Goblin, it calls out, and then you begin to hear movement from oh. all of the other oh, crap. Way to go, piles Yafik. of rubble. Yafik. Yafik. They probably saw us. That's right. I, draw, I cast True Strike on Goblin that we see. So you're giving me an advantage? <laughs> no, I cast it on him so that I can... Do you I... cast True Strike on yourself. True Strike, one creature against whom you gain advantage on your next attack roll. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. Okay. And don't tell Aaron how to do Don't tell Aaron how to what a spell means. Nonetheless, you, you can cast that when we begin combat. Okay. You don't necessarily know they're there yet. Oh, okay. But we have to roll initiative. Do any of us speak Goblin? Any chance of a diplomatic solution? I don't speak Goblin at all. I we, I have the tongue spell. I can, I can speak Goblin at some point. Okay. Mm. I mean, 19. I could, I could telepathically speak to it, but can't try it yet. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you roll Not into the rolling well today. <laughs> Don't roll into the rubble. What's everybody got? Sixteen for initiative. Eighteen. Nineteen. Nat one. You really failed at initiative, Bill. Need you to go out and really try more. Like, take some initiative. Just not feeling motivated today, guys. <laughs> okay, so let me put out. Oh, did a widow goblin. Oh. Oh, he's tiny. Shield. He a sword. So there's a, a widow goblin uh, who's in the rubble right there. His husband died. <laughs> <laughs> this, is widow, goblin. this is the widow yeah, goblin. This is the widow goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and uh, played by Scarlett Johansson. Oh, of course. Cassian and Yarfik, you two are very aware of what is going on. Um, in that you can clearly see this goblin in front of you. You heard it call out, and you can you can you sort of in your perif have views of the other movement and the other bits of rubble. Um, Eowyn and Ildov didn't see this. Uh, they were still walking towards the well, so actually if we can put your minis out sort of in general position of where you are. Eowyn and Ildov, you heard the noise. You heard Yarfik yell out, hello, uh, and you heard that, um, but you didn't see it, nor did you see like the other movement in the rubble. And Eowyn, you're up. So I can't see that guy. Uh, you, you probably can now. Okay. Do I know, I know that that's a goblin. Yes. Can I roll to see what I know about goblins? Sure. Okay, so intelligence. Oh, not great. Um, just just intelligence or what? History, what? Uh, it would be nature. Okay, 11. Uh, you know cursory stuff about goblins? Yeah. Um, they are shrewd scavengers. They are, uh, they're little trash mouths in that they can like eat anything oh, without, okay. <laughs> it, without it uh, negatively affecting them gastrointestinally. They, they tend to travel in large numbers. Yeah. 
Ah, little trash mouth, eh? <laughs> I know what I should do. Uh, the goblin goes, hey, that's our word. Hey. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, yeah, I cast True Strike on said goblin. Okay, so you cast True Strike on the <clears throat> goblin, uh, which means that, uh, is it just that you have advantage on any attack? I have advantage on, okay. I, yeah. On so you will attack. have advantage on your next attack. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you can stay put. Yeah. Okay. Well, Yarfik. I'll move a little bit closer back to the wagon. Sure. Yarfik. It's my fault we're in this. What? I'm oh. gonna <laughs> walk up kind of over here, kind of the center, and I can hear sounds from everywhere else, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cast tongues on myself so I can understand the language itself, and then I, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say to them, Stay where you are! Don't come any further. The Von Demos Adventuring Syndicate claims this town. <laughs> in Goblin. Okay. Cassian. Okay, Cassian is going to cast a spell. So I, I'm tracing a circle in the air with my finger, and a line of energy is following after it, so that there's a shimmering portal hanging in the air in front of me. And I'm going to call out some magical words that I found in one of the tomes I've been reading. So they're in Fey language, so it sounds like... Bime ihalda nena ni And I summon Fey creatures in the form of beasts. And I'm going to whisper to myself, this one's for you, Olash, as four giant goats spring out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm like, Cassian, when did you, how did? Cool, right? Wow. So as the rams charge out of the portal, they appear in these indistinct morphing shapes and sort of shoot into unoccupied spaces in a line in front of us. And they just quickly coalesce into these giant goats and I say, hi guys, Cassian Von Demos. Sorry to call on you in a pinch like this, but we could use your help. <laughs> they were eating dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Did I hear someone say trash mouths? They were crossing a bridge. Oh. Uh, cool. Um, let's put these out for goats. Sorry. In a defensive line in front of uh, them right there. So each of those is a giant goat. I'm assuming you have giant goat stats, Fred? Yes, I do. They have, uh, just to give you the basics, they've got 19 hit points. Their attacks are, let's see, they've got plus five to hit. It's a ramming attack, basically, so if it charges and hits a creature and then knocks it prone, unless it makes a DC, sorry, if it charges and hits a creature, it knocks it prone unless it makes a DC 13 strength change. Save. Jesus. Uh, anything else? No, that's the basics. Not... Anything else that you're going to do? They're all half elves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and I'll just say, if anything tries to attack us, destroy it. Cool. Now it's the goblin's turn. So I have to put out more minis. Uh, Putting out uh, minis. How many more? <clears throat> how many mini, minis? mini, 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 mini. Oh Some boy. of these minis aren't goblins. They're all goblins as far as this is concerned, FYI. I just don't have. Well, not all goblins look the same. Hashtag not all goblins. <laughs> okay, so there are a total of 12 goblins on the field around you. Oh my goodness. The uh, <laughs> goblin that initially called out uh, is going to uh, raise its short bow and is going to take a shot at one of these uh, goats that just popped up out of nowhere. Uh, and it rolled a natural one. Oh my. So it uh, goes to, to it knocks an arrow and goes to pull it short bow and the bow just breaks in half. Oh. Um, 
clearly does not take very good care of its equipment. Classic <laughs> goblin bows. Um, so that that goblin is no longer a ranged combatant. Uh, the goblin in the next house over here is also going to take a shot at one of the. <laughs> can you hand me my dice that have dropped? Thank you. Uh, and it rolled a two. <laughs> Hi, I'm not scared of no goblins. Uh, so, don't worry, the no goblins are not doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, so it just misses. Uh, the two over here are also going to take some pot shots over yonder. Uh, so that is a... Uh, that's an 18 to hit on one. And an 11 to hit on the other. I believe both of those hit. Uh, so, uh, five damage and eight damage to one of the goats, Fred. Five and how much? Five and eight to each, each to one goat. Okay, well, they've got 19 hit points. Um, so that's to that one. Uh, do you want to just use the dice as hit point trackers? Just set them to 19 and turn them down as they, as they lose hit points? They're not all d20s, but sure. That's a good idea, though. So... This one over here has a view, is going to attack that same goat. That's in the barn, right? Uh, but that that's the barn. Oh, okay. Uh, but that misses. So this is the farmhouse. The small ones are the cottages. That's the half-destroyed barn. Uh, this one misses. The one that's on top of the doorway doesn't have a clear shot, so it's not going to fire. Uh, but there are two over there, um, and those two are going to take shots as well at uh, a different goat. Uh, that's a 16 and a 15. So that's seven and five. So 12 damage to the goat on the opposite end. So two goats are damaged. And then the one that is uh, over there is actually going to take a shot at Yarfik, uh, but that's only a 10. So it shoots and it just pings off your armor. Meanwhile, the goblin over here is going to run back to what looks like a pair of large cellar doors that are open and begins yelling something down into the cellar. Uh, Yes, you do hear it. So what does it say? And it says, problem, problem, come quick. Reinforcements. Can you point to where the cellar is on the map? Can you see my hand? It's it's right right down there. On the other side of that building. So that is their turn. Ildo. Uh, well. You're pretty clear on everything that's happening now. Yeah. Um, can I, um, well, they've already shot at us, so I guess I'll just try to kill them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna Eldritch Blast. Um, I'll just go for these two. Okay. So you're gonna split the beam? Yeah. Oops. Uh, it's a 16 and a 19. Both oh, wait, hit. so that's, but yeah, plus 10. Um, 2d10. Well, 1d10 for each. Right. That's a 5 and a 3. 5 and a 3. So you raise the rod of the Pact Keeper and fire off a twinned uh, Eldritch Blast, that black force bolt splitting into two. Uh, Vying and then hitting both of them center mass, sort of sending them stumbling backward a little bit. The uh, the first one that had originally alerted everybody, uh, it it seems like it takes that hit very hard um, and is like clearly breathing laboredly. It looks like you probably broke a rib or two. Stay put. Yes. Okay. Back to the top, Eowyn. Mm-hmm. Huh. What do I want to do? I'll cast firebolt on this this one here. Okay. And you do have advantage. I do. 
Not 20, I don't need to roll again. <laughs> you could get an even more natural 20. Yes, okay. <laughs> Uber natural uh, 20. So, uh, on that one, and that's 2d10 damage. 2d10, and then you double the dice. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's going to be rough, fire. buddy. Dead. Uh, you will be dead. Uh, Ooh. 18, 20 total. Yeah, that's a nine. Nine times two, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you... Bring up your finger with true strike active. You know exactly where you need to attack, and you fire a firebolt that comes out so white hot it's basically a laser, and it just goes right through the center of the goblin's head, back out the other side, ignites the rear of that cottage back into flame as the goblin just like crumples in place and is super dead. Ha ha. Whoa! That was a good one! <clears throat> wow. I was focusing really hard on that firebolt, guys. Oh, but we should probably kill the other goblins. Uh, uh, do you want to move? Do I want to move? Uh, yes, I will walk right over here. Okay. Uh, Yarfik. I'm, I'm going to go over what I've been doing. So I'm going to cast uh, Thaumaturgy. Okay. Make the ground shake as I'm speaking. Mm-hmm. And then yell out, This is your last chance! Surrender now, leave, and we will spare your lives! You do not belong here! Roll intimidation. That is a 12. Okay. Cassian. Okay, so the goats are going to charge toward the goblins, each to the closest one they can see. Okay, so... Um, They have a speed of 40 feet. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So it's going to get right up to that goblin. The other two uh, can either approach that same goblin, um, or they can move towards another one, but those are the only two that are in range. I guess I want them to go toward the guys in this big building where the cellar is. Uh, and I will run up and take sort of partial cover behind the well. What's your speed? 30 feet. Okay. And I guess I'm gonna sheath my rapier and draw my longbow. Can I still shoot it? Uh, not if you are sheathing your rapier. If you drop your rapier, yes. Dropping a weapon is a free action, sheathing it is not. Hmm. Okay, tell you what, instead if I'm within 60 feet of those two goblins that are standing in the wall of that big building. These two? Yeah, yeah those, those two. two. You're looking for the ones in the on the second floor of the barn? Yeah, are they within a 10-foot radius? Like, if I was to do a 10-foot radius spell, could I hit them both? by 50. This is 50 right here. Uh, they are not close enough to each other to be hit with shatter, but they are within 60 feet of you. Okay, then I'll get them. I'll get those other two in the big house. Okay. Okay, so Cassian is going to let out a banshee wail, high note shriek, and a corresponding higher pitched resonance will appear next to those goblins and blast them with a shatter. Okay, and what's the save? It is a Constitution save, DC fifteen. Uh, first one rolls an eighteen, and the second one rolled a four. Okay, so full damage is fourteen, and with the save is seven. So you uh, crack out that Steve Perry high note, uh, higher than high, and then all of a sudden this just like explosion of thunder rocks directly between those two goblins, firing them both to the side. It's enough damage to kill them both outright. Uh, even with one of them making their constitution save. I'm picturing it just blasts them each to the side, and they're just lying on the ground with blood trickling out of their ears. Yep. And it also throws some more Uh, debris sort of flying. We broke Um, the brown egg. (laughs) It's a barrel. So now it is... uh, Oh, actually, no, you didn't roll attacks for the goats. So roll, roll two goat attacks. 
Okay, the first one is a six. That misses. And the second is a 13. That also misses. Ooh. Really? These yeah. goblins are very, very armored. Goblins are very nimble. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Now <laughs> it is the bad guy's turn. Oh, no. Uh, so first off, the uh, the two goblins that are currently engaged with goats mm-hmm. uh, are going to uh, disengage from the goats, which they can do as a bonus action. And they are going to move. Uh, that one is going to hop over the wall and sort of scramble into the barn through that hole, and then is going to turn and take a shot at that goat with a short bow. Uh, which is a 15 to hit. And it's at one health, the goat, so. Yeah, that goat mm. is, well, and that goat takes uh, six more points yeah. of damage. So is that 12 hits points? You've got to take 12 off, and then another six off, that's 18 points of damage, right? Yes, and they have 19 hit points, so right. it's at one. And then uh, that one is going to do something similar. It's going to uh, jump back further over here, but so it still has a clear <coughs> shot, and take a shot at that goat. But that is only a 10 to hit, which does not. The goat does an amazing capoeira dodge move. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, three goblins are down. Um, the two that are over here are going to take shots at the advancing goat. Uh, that was right there. So that is a 13 to hit and a 16 to hit, which I know both do. Um, so that is five and four, so nine damage to that goat. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the dudes that are up here on the barn wall, one of them is going to take a shot at that goat. That's a 12 to hit, and uh, that is 8 damage, rolled max damage. Uh, So that goat is dead. No! Just poofs out of goat existence. My best friend! Not gruff! Streaks of light fly in all directions as it races back to fairyland. Yes. Um, and then the uh, the other one that's up on the wall looking around is going to take a shot at Cassian. Uh, and that is a 16 to hit, which I believe does not. It does not. Um, so that is then. Meanwhile, from the open basement hatch, uh, you now see something begin to emerge. Um, or should I say two somethings. Out of the open hatch, these two large creatures uh, begin to walk up. They resemble their smaller goblinoid compatriots, but they're about as tall as a half-orc. They're broad-chested, and they're a ruddy brown color. One of them wears simple hide armor, and the other wears a chain shirt. They are both carrying uh, very dangerous-looking morning stars. I know what these are. Big goblins. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah, those are menacing. Yeah. And uh, as they walk up, I got to add them to the initiative order. So that puts them <laughs> there. Ill And this goblin who had went and called to them is also going to turn, take a shot at that goat uh, with his. He's actually going to be throwing a javelin. Uh, which is a 12 to hit, which does, uh, and it does three points of piercing damage. Mm. So that's all of the gobs. Uh, Now, the bugbears get to go. Uh, Bugbears. Oh, God, bugbears. So the bugbear in front 
is going to, let me just double check something real quick, uh, going to run forward, sort of to run interference, and as it runs, it is going to also throw a javelin at that front goat, uh, and that front goat, oh god, I got a bad case of front goat, <laughs> <laughs> and that is uh, 22 to hit. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a not natural 22. Uh, and that is five points of piercing damage as at the apex of its run, it just launches this javelin at that one right there. And the other bugbear, for now, hangs back. Okay. And it is Ildov's turn. Me, oh my. Ooh, I'm gonna move closer. To what? To something. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm gonna... All right, that's as close as I can get. I'm just gonna try to um, Eldritch Blast the bugbears. Both of them? Yes. Okay. 19 and a 23. Ah, uh, they both hit? Believe Getting some bugbear souls. One and nine. So you once again raise the rod of the pack keeper <clears throat> and uh, fire off a twinned bolt, uh, hitting both of them in the chest. It doesn't really seem to break their stride at all or push them back. It certainly doesn't have the same effect on them that it did on the goblins, but you would wager it's just because these are like larger, dense creatures, whereas goblins are very small. But you definitely hit. They definitely took some damage. Back up to the top of the Ho ho! A bugbear! Uh, <laughs> I'll run an intelligence to see what I know about bugbears, sure. or a nature, or whatever. It's a weird Christopher Walken bugbear there. Uh, see what I know about bugbears. Uh, ten. I don't know a lot. Uh, you know that bugbears are related to goblins, probably like a distant cousin kind of thing. Mm. Uh, but no, they are they are very similar to goblins uh, in terms of internal structure, uh, and they even look a lot like goblins, uh, save for the fact that they are different colors. Bugbears are sort of a ruddy brown, whereas goblins are sort of this like pale green. Great. Um, they are uh, uh, very strong, not very bright. They tend to do a lot of like mercenary work. They respect. Uh, power and treasure. Power and treasure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like that that's how you buy their loyalty essentially. You either show that you're stronger or you pay them. Mm, okay. I will cast Yeah, I'll go for a th- Oh no. I don't want to hit any goats. Yeah, I'm going to come Well, they're not real goats. I don't know if that. No, they're, I still they're, don't want to hit them. They're friends disguised as goats. Yes. Well, fake creatures disguised as goats. That's that's really fun. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to get over here, okay, because I have partial cover through mm-hmm. a different, and then I'm going to firebolt bugger bear, a bugger bear, a bugger bear, okay. a bugger bugger bear, a bugger bugger bear. Fourteen. Fourteen does not hit. No. So you fire off a firebolt, and it goes wide. Phew. Sinks into some of the uh, the embers and ash in the back of the farmhouse, not igniting any new flames. Okay. Yarf. All uh, right. Uh, what I've been doing hasn't been working, so I'm going to say, uh, Ildov, you need to have faith, 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 and cast Shield of Faith on you, so you get plus two AC. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to dash. Can't dash. Right, I can do 25, sorry. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to go toward the barn. Okay. Uh, Cassie. Okay, so the goats are going to... So they're actually kind of autonomous creatures that follow my orders. Yep. My last order was to destroy the things that were attacking us. You know, so however they're going to interpret that. Okay. I'm going to close the distance to the well, lean my rapier up against it, and draw my bow. 
Okay. Um, I'm going to take a shot at the bugbear that's by the goat. Bugbear by the goat sounds like a British pub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going down to bugbear by the goat. <laughs> yeah. Doug would, would hang out there, there like a lot. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's where Doug has his weekly jams. Yeah. At bugbear by the goat. And that's a 21, not natural. Ah, uh, that hits. You know you don't have to say not natural if it's over 20, right? Like, you can't roll, you can't roll <laughs> natural 21. Didn't you just do that a minute ago? I, I did. I said it very jokingly. But well, you maybe seemed, that's what Fred said. You seem to have a lot of sincerity in your voice, and I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, and Sam <laughs> hates sincerity. Mm-hmm. It's kind of his bugbear. Uh, that's going to be five damage. Five damage. So you uh, fire a... Uh, a, an arrow from your longbow and it just sort of sinks right into his right shoulder. He reaches up and like breaks it off so that the head of it stays in and just throws the haft to the ground. Next up is the bad guys. So uh, once again we are three goblins down. Uh, currently we are going to... This dude over here that ran away is going to fire again at the goat that attacked him. That is a 14 to hit, which hits. And that is six damage on that goat, the one near Halen. The one on the ground uh, over here. Actually, all three of the ones in the There's barn. Two on the ground here. Oh, uh, sorry, the four in the barn then are going to attack Yarfik because he's the one they can see. Uh, so the first one is a 16. Nope. Uh, next one is a non natural 20. Yep. Uh, then an 18. Nope. And uh, an 11. Nope. So it's just the non-natural 20. So one lucky arrow finds a uh, way through your armor and you take four points of piercing damage. Okay. Um, sorry, Sam, did the goats get to attack? Oh, no, wait. They should have got on your turn. Yeah. Fuck me. Sorry. So uh, these two are going to rush up to the bugbear. Uh, so... Uh, Fred, go ahead and roll attacks for those two. Okay, so the first one is a 25, and the second one is a 10. That hits. Was the 25 natural? <laughs> the 10 was natural. Well, uh, goats, so, so everything they do is natural. <laughs> but they're actually fey creatures disguised as goats, so everything they do is magical. Uh, so go ahead and roll damage for the, uh, the that 25. Okay, let me see here. That is seven damage. Seven damage, okay. It's bludgeoning. Spludgeoning? Spludgeoning. Spludgeoning <laughs> uh, damage. And the other goat is going to make its way up to uh, this one that's been firing at it. Doesn't the bugbear have to make a DC saving throw to be knocked It does out? not because that one didn't travel 20 feet, the uh, one that hit it. It was the other one that traveled the distance, but it didn't actually hit. Uh, and we are back to the gobs. So uh, those four, the four in the barn all went already. One of them hit. Uh, we have this one over here is going to take another short bow shot at that goat, and that is a 15. Which one? You already, he already, he already the attacked the goat before. Yeah, because Oh, that's right. He already went this round. I apologize. We're trying to kill the goat in two turns. There's, there's a lot of things to keep track of in this one, okay? Yeah. This one is going to step out and take a shot at that goat, and that is a 22 to hit. That's with its javelin. Um, and that is three points of piercing damage on that goat. And then the two that are over here are going to fire at that that goat, the front goat. Uh, so that is a 10, which does not hit, and a 16, which does. 
and that's eight points of damage. Uh, which I believe that one only has two left, so... Bye-bye. Dead goat. <laughs> Front goat is dead goat no. the whole time! <laughs> no. This guy's gonna come up and around, and that is a natural 20 oh. on the other goat. Oh, no. The untouched goat. Also a good name for a pub. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. uh, and it rolled max damage. Oh, my oh. So that is uh, 12. Uh, that is 14 points of damage as it just skewers it with a javelin. No. That's all the goblins. So now the bugbear is going to rush forward into melee with that goat and swing its morning star. Uh, and that is a 14 to hit. This is a dead goat. Which is 16 points of damage. Okay, bye. As it just Louisville sluggers that goat. Oh, God. And it, and turns it into streams of light in the air that just disappear points. back into the fair realm. the Louisville slugger at both goat legs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the other bugbear is going to... It's just walking forward. Not doing anything, sort of, yeah, actually just sort of surveying. It seems like he might be in charge. Uh, next up is Ildov. Well. There is a well. <laughs> yes, I'm. T- I, she's looking around and just naming things that she sees. Well. Well. Barn. <laughs> Cottage. Corpse. Bugbears. <laughs> I will just do what I always do. Do it. All right, I'm aiming for the bugbears. That's a 19 and a 13. First one hits, second one does not. Four. Four points of damage. As you once again raise the rod of the pack keeper, fire off that twin bolt. Uh, That first bugbear just got a big hit off on that goat, but it's not looking so great right now. It's taken some uh, damage is starting to build up on that guy. And uh, next up is Eowyn. Okay. Uh, may I have some d6s, please? Sure. Uh, I'm gonna cast Fireball. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna need four more. <laughs> I have those. Great. Uh, whenever, you, yeah. And I'm gonna, it's a 20 foot radius. Hold on, I, I can get you on all four. Two, three, and Got it. No. Just two more now. Sounds good. One, two, thank you. Uh, it is eight d6. Uh, oh no. In, and it's a 20 foot radius, so one, two, yeah, so these four okay. creatures. Cool, so, and it's a deck save, if I remember correctly, uh, for each? Yes. Okay, what's the DC? My, wait, what? It's your spell save. Oh, DC. 15. 15, okay. Goblin number one here rolled a natural one. Okay. Let me double damage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the one up here rolled a, Thing that I'm looking for. Uh, 16, so this one saves. Okay. And then the bugbears. No, it's cocked. Uh, bugbear uh, that's been in the fray rolled a 6. And the other bugbear rolled a 19. Okay. Uh, so save uh, halves. These two fail, these two save. Okay, so save halves. Yep. So they're still going to be taking damage. Yep. <laughs> okay. Let's add um, 12. Uh, 14, 16, 19, 22, uh, 26, 27. 27 points of damage. So uh, the bugbear and the uh, and this goblin both take full 27 points of damage. Boom. Uh, 
Um, and then this one is going to take uh, 13 points of damage. Oh, but I go, uh, I don't have a spell word for fireball yet. Uh, um, we do have a spell oh, word we? for fireball from when Hobson Bracegirdle oh. cast right. And fireball was poo! Okay. <laughs> poo! Oh, I did. <laughs> I like try to come up with a spell word because I've never cast it before and that just comes out of my mouth and I was like, I don't, I don't feel good about that. <laughs> um, but uh, let's get some, let's get some flavor on this. Uh, how how are this goblet and this bugbear dying right now? Oh, uh, because so this did. huge ball of flame erupts uh, from this central point, and we it's just really big. And then it goes away, and these two things are just not there anymore. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> just like burned up and singed, and like maybe some like the weapon is the weapon that he was holding. Mm-hmm. The bugbear just like falls to the ground. Everything non-flammable just falls to the ground. Okay, so Eowyn uh, says, poo, yeah. and she <laughs> lobs a fireball at them, like underhand granny style yeah. uh, from her hand, and it lands right in the middle of them and just explodes outward in this uh, huge spherical wall of flames. Uh, it's so bright and powerful you can't even see through it. And then, so those two are there. Uh, meanwhile, you have set fire again to the farmhouse. Yeah. Um, it is now reburning. Uh, but the uh, oh, actually, wait, sorry. Shouldn't this, that goblin this, be dead this too? This goblin yeah. died as well. Um, so just that bugbear is still standing. Whoa! Let me just nice. survey things real quick. Yes. Okay. Cool. Just want to make sure my math was right on how many goblins were still alive. Um, and. Does anything catch on fire from that fireball? Yeah. The farmhouse oh, is geez. on fire again, yeah. It's okay. I can control it on my next turn. Uh, good one. Yarfik, you're up. Uh, okay, so I'm going to run 25 more feet, so. And uh, I'm going to cast Sacred Flame at the guy right here. Okay. I have to make a deck save. Yep. Uh, that is a 15. Uh, you save. So you uh, call down that sacred flame from the heavens, and uh, it just nimbly like rolls out of the way because goblins are good like that. Cassie. Okay, I guess I'm gonna put my longbow down and pick up Aja's tear, then move around the well toward that bugbear. That's thirty. So that's thirty feet. You could go another thirty feet if you dash, but then you can't take an action. Yeah. Instead, I'm gonna. Yeah, let's do that. I'm gonna vicious mockery him. Uh, I, I call out. Your face looks like a pug's butthole. <laughs> uh, that is an 11. That does not save. That is six damage, and he has disadvantage on his next attack. So uh, you run out, you yell that at him, and uh, you could swear that in common you hear him say, What is pug? Uh, you know, that wasn't the relevant part of the insult. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're not, they're not necessarily that smart. Um, but that is what happens. Uh, and now we are back to the bad guys. So, uh, we'll start. Did the goat? Oh, the goats. Thank you. I'm, I just keep forgetting about the, these He's goats. Trying to kill them all. No, I'm assuming goat is going to come up and attack this gob. Goat on gob. Goat on gob. Goat gob. Uh, yep. Ugh. And gross. <laughs> Some hot coat on gob action. <laughs> and I roll the attack? Yes, you do. Okay, that is a 20, not natural. That hits. Okay, and that will be seven damage. Seven damage. So, goat runs up, 
just cracks right into the chest of that goblin, sending it fl flying backward five feet. Goblin twitches once and then lays still. Ooh, that goat just tasted blood. Uh, I'm glad to have that goat on my side. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I got to call him a side goat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when your main goat's busy, you call your side, side goat. goat. Mm -hmm. uh, so now it is the goblin's turn. This other goblin over here is going to throw another javelin. Uh, and that is a not natural 20, uh, which is five points of piercing damage on so that goat. Uh, meanwhile, the four goblins in the barn, again, are going to attack Yarfik. Any cover behind this wall or? No. Okay. Uh, so that's a 14, nope. a 13, nope. a natural one. Yes. And another natural one. Jesus, Two natural what ones. is going Two short on? breaks. Two short bow breaks. So the uh, uh, first one uh, down on the floor of the barn fires, misses. The second one uh, fires and and much like that first goblin breaks its short bow. They're clearly in some manner of disrepair. Uh, from the top, one of them fires and misses, and then the other one fires and accidentally hits one of the goblins below. You know, I'm standing right here. I'm not hard to hit. Four, four damage. Um, and then... Bring me a challenge. This one that ran out over here is going to take a shot at Cassian. Uh, and that's another natural one. Jesus! Oh my god. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Maybe if you kept your weapons in better repair, you'd be a challenge for these um, people. Seems like they all need to retake their short bow 101 class. <laughs> well, that one's, so that one's not a short bow. That one's throwing a javelin. Um, oh, no. But it, uh, it goes to throw it uh, but it accidentally, like, the, the back of it just sort of um, hooks its weapon belt, <laughs> um, which causes it to come loose. So it goes, throws the javelin, it goes very wide, and then also its uh, its dagger and scimitar go falling to the ground at its side. That's very embarrassing. Oh, uh, the bugbear is going to uh, rush up to Cassian, and he has enough movement to make it all the way. And... Uh, he is going to take two swings. The first is a seven, and the second is a 26. And he should have disadvantage. Uh, oh, no, that's right. Um, uh, so the second one, uh, so the first one definitely misses, uh, and the second one, uh, the lower of the two, was a 21. Okay, that still hits. Um, so that is 2d8 plus three. Five. Uh, so that is 16 points of piercing damage as it cracks into you with its morning star. Ow. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, hey. Ildo. This is not turn. how this goes. We don't get hit. We hit you. <laughs> well. Well. I could probably get that guy too, right? Yeah. Yeah, you've got a clear shot at both. All right. Yep. Okay. Just keep blasting away. <laughs> or not. <laughs> 21 and a 15. Uh, so the the 21 hits. The 15 does not. Okay. Uh, that's a 10. 10 points of damage. As you once again raise the rod of the Pact Keeper, fire off that force bolt, you sort of hit into the side of that bugbear just as it cracks into Cassian with its morning star. And it's uh, it's also it's not looking super great. Like it wasn't really hot stuff to begin with, but uh, now it looks like it's definitely feeling the damage that it's taken. Eowyn. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> is this goblin alive somehow? Somehow. I don't know why. That so goblin like... should not be alive. Yeah, that's okay. what I thought. I, that goblin should not be alive. That's alive. That's alive. The ones over there. Yes. I'm going to cast. Uh, I'm, I'm going to walk in here. Easy enough to do. Get some nice, sexy cover there. And then I'm going to cast Scorching Ray. Ooh. Two on this one and one on that cover. Oh, well, do I have the range for that one? 120 feet. Yeah, yeah I do. Uh, two and one. So, do you roll for each? Yeah. So the first two. Uh, 18. Uh, 18 hits. 17. 17 hits. And then that one over there. Uh, yeah, 22. Yeah, those all hit. Okay, cool. Damn, I um, 2d6 fire damage per ray, so. Mm. First two. All right, three, four, six, and seven. Seven damage on this dude. Okay. And then on far, on far goblin, four and six, ten on far goblin. Okay. Oh, far goblin. Yeah. So you, uh, what's the what's the word for scorching ray? <gasps> what is the word for scorching ray? I forget. Isn't it like? <laughs> <laughs> Sure, why not? It's, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Scorching Ray. Uh... Hata Hata! <laughs> okay. Scorching, was Scorching Ray Chumbawamba? It could have been Chumbawamba. I think it was Chumbawamba. <laughs> um, no, no, because Chumbawamba was um, knocked somebody down. Oh, no, no, no. It was Chumbawamba, but it knocked the goblin, the, um, right, okay. the thing out of the Chumbawamba. sky. Chumbawamba! Yes, yeah. yeah, so you, uh, you raise your hand and you say Chumbawamba, and these three Scorching Rays fire out. Uh, just like hotter and straighter than the firebolt that you fired mm-hmm. earlier. Like these are these are the this is firebolt's big brother. Mm-hmm. Two of them just paint up the side of the bugbear. The other one goes farther and flies into that goblin, doing uh, healthy bits of damage to both. Any any sort of like non-secured items on them that are flammable have just caught flames. So the bugbear is like patting itself out with one of its big meaty hands. The goblin just sort of throws its cloak off. Hot. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Uh, so that was a good one. Yarfik. Uh, so if I don't have cover behind me, can I hop the, the wall then? Yeah. Okay. And how um, the two pillars that are holding up the the second level, mm-hmm. are they in good condition or can they be knocked down really easily? Um, even if they were in good condition, they could be knocked down. It just depends on how you go about it and what, okay. you, what you do. So I'm going to hop the thing and, and yell Tira when I do so my shield comes around. Mm-hmm. This one over here. Okay. Pillar. I'm going to take a two-handed swing and try to knock out the second level. Go ahead and roll an attack. That is a not natural 18. Or roll damage. That is nine points of damage. So nine points of bludgeoning damage. You swing into this uh, already sort of fire-treated uh, piece of wood, shall well we call chunk. it? Um, and it, it shatters. Uh, so just swings and shatters at the center. Um, you can see that the uh, the overhanging second level starts to sag a little bit, but there's not enough weight up there for it to fall just yet. Um, you're pretty sure if you take out one more pillar, though, that it will come tumbling down. You guys are coming to me. Uh, Cassian. Okay, I'm going to attack the bugbear with Agia's tear. Just sort of jab at it. Okay. That's a 23 to hit. Yeah, that hits. And that would be 15 damage. Staying put otherwise? Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, your goat. The one goat. You still have a goat. Side goat. There's go- one goblin alive left over here, so it's probably going to... Yeah, he'll go after that goblin. Come on, side goat. So this will be... This will be... <laughs> a six. Uh, six does not hit. All right, that's me. Okay, next up are the bad guys. Rappels. 
So the uh, the two goblins that are on the ground of the barn are going to rush up to Yarfik, and they are each going to take some uh, scimitar swings. Okay. Uh, so the first one is a 21. Yep, thanks. And the second one is an 18. That does not hit. Which does not hit because your shield is up. Hey, somebody should probably go help. Yafik just rushed into that barn with four goblins in it. Uh, so and then I heard, so yeah. <laughs> Five points of slashing damage. Thank you. Uh, and the two that are on top are going to uh, fire down at you. Do they have? Does the one? I'm directly. Oh, that's them. right. They actually they don't have line of sight, so they can't yeah. see you. So they're they're just sort of like looking around. Um, I'm okay. You guys take yeah. care of the bugbear. I'm Where fine. Where did he go? The uh, the one the the guy over here that Where is face to face with a goat is also going to swing a scimitar. Um, and that is an 11, which hits the goats for seven points of slashing damage. Bye-bye, goats. No. So all the goats are gone. Bye-bye, goat. Next time we get armored goats. Where um, are the goats gone? And then the other passing. goblin over here is going to throw a javelin at Cassian. Uh, it's only a 10, so it sails wide. Now the bugbear that is currently engaged with Cassian Having just taken this very painful stab from the uh, from Aja's tear, is going to hold up its left hand, and in common, it yells out, "Stop!" And then in its right hand, it slowly raises its morning star off to the side, and then opens its hand and drops it to the ground. Ooh. I accept your surrender. <laughs> Can I say that magnanimously? <laughs> Oh, I, I mean, Magnanimous is your middle name. Mm-hmm. Cassian Magnanimous Von Demos. <laughs> CMVD. That's a family name. All the Von Demoses have it. <laughs> uh, so the uh, the bugbear sort of, you know, it drops its weapon, it yells stop. All of the other goblins who were sort of engaged in any kind of battle all seem to, like, their, their heads prick up as they recognize the voice of who is clearly in charge of them. Mm-hmm. And they all sort of relax. They're still gripping their weapons, but they're no longer in either defensive or aggressive stances. I'm just going to start casting Control Flame on the, the farmhouse that I caught fire on as this next conversation happens, and I start to douse the flames. Okay. I keep my sword raised, and I say, if you value your life, tell your men to drop their weapons and gather here. Drop weapons. Come out. And one by one, Yarfik, you see all the ones in the uh, in the barn drop their weapons. Uh, you have to you have to sort of step back a little bit because the ones who are on the top level drop their weapons off the side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, ah, oh. um, but they all then uh, they all then come out uh, and sort of gather in the middle. Yorfik, is your magic tongue thing still happening? Yep, it's still going. It's, it's, it's ready for use. Can we interrogate these guys? We can do whatever you'd like. Okay, can you ask them what they saw here? What happened here? If they saw an army marching anywhere? What brought you here? Why did you attack this town? Are you saying this in, in Goblin? Well, they can understand me in Goblin, basically. So oh, that's right. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. I can say it in common. But... The, uh, the bugbear is still the one that, that responds and speaks for the group and says, We saw nothing. We did not cause this. We found it. We cause no hurt to these. And he, he motions towards the skeletons. They no longer need things so we take that is all we just no want you take yeah we probably were planning on doing something very similar (laughs) (laughs) 
So you saw nothing? You didn't see what happened here or saw someone leaving this area as you came in? No. We come only today. Oh, they've been here for a while. Where were you headed? Or what were you doing? Where were you headed and what were you doing? We... We understand. Speak, common. Your accent bad. <laughs> it should be perfect. <laughs> I'm wearing my universal translator. Perfect is bad. <laughs> um, the only way to speak goblin well is to speak it broken. Yeah. So any perfect attempt is automatically seen we, as... <laughs> we live in hills. We move around and collect we sell stick you want stick oh we've got no, sticks we're all set on no, sticks no thank you I think we're good on sticks yeah you say you live in the you say you live in the hills have you seen anything over the last couple of days of like a strange group coming through the hills destroying things uh, we see many fire which way he points at the ground where you are and then he points down the road the direction that you'll be traveling. I kind of go, oh, good, he didn't point to me. Okay. I did cause a lot of fire. He does give you a little side eye. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. You'll probably want to get back to the hills. It's not really safe in the woods right now. Not that it's necessarily safer in the hills. We're speaking for myself. We're not really interested in the stuff here, so you don't really need to worry about us out scavenging you. We do want to look around and see if we can figure out any clues to what happened here. You, you, you go look. We, we not hurt. Yeah, you guys ought to get out of here. In fact, definitely do that. Yeah, it's probably smart of you to, to leave. We, you sure you don't want stick? We, we will think about it. We figured out how to collect sticks for ourselves. Um, and you can Let us see, see this stick. They, they, they uh, have sort of collected things. You see, there's, there's a pile over there. Yarfik, you actually walked past it. Um, of various implements. There are some, uh, like a lot of farm tools, hay forks, uh, pole arms, uh, shovels, pickaxes. Uh, there are some hand axes, which are actually in pretty good condition. I mean, this is like, it's not goblin-made stuff. This is all like regular society-made mm -hmm. things that they've collected together. So what they are calling sticks are like, legitimate tools and things that you could use if you wanted. Right. We'll have a look at your sticks. I would like to go check out the cellar. Maybe the axes. What you give for stick. Oh, I have to look at it first. I can't tell you what it's worth. Can't we just take them? No. Uh, Cassia. Cassia. You not good business. We beat them. <laughs> we earned this. Why are we bargaining? We're letting them go. They, they are just trying to survive like the rest of us. I'm not going to pay them for a hand axe they just pried out of a dead farmer's charred corpse. Hey, we found first, and it, w it was in barn. No on corpse. It's not a terribly big difference. <laughs> Is there anything else in this pile of stuff that looks like anything else? Just, okay. No, not in the pile that they've collected. The, mostly what they've collected looks like uh, tools, things that are probably better made than what they themselves have. So all of those farm tools that I spoke of, uh, cups, bowls, pitchers, uh, it, a lot of things made of metal, but not like precious metals. Uh, a lot of silverware that's like, you know, like crappy tin, but still probably better made forks and stuff than a goblin would have. Yeah, I don't really need anything in that pile. I think we're okay without your sticks. 
Ildav, do you want to take a look at this stuff before we let them go and see if any of it is magic? Oh, yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> so you cast Detect Magic? Yes. Okay, so you cast uh, Detect Magic, and uh, nothing in the pile uh, is magical. Nope, no magic here. But Detect Magic lasts for 10 minutes, if I remember correctly. Uh, ah. uh, yes, it does. And as you look around, uh, most of what's around here... You get nothing. Uh, but there is sort of a, a faint magical presence in the cellar. Ooh. Right, see, guys. <laughs> Trust Eowyn's instincts. Eowyn's on to something. <laughs> we, we don't want your sticks. We will ask you now to leave and take yourself back to the hills. We we go, we take sticks. Take yes, sticks. go take the sticks. Go find a good price for them. Ha- have a lovely day. <laughs> so they... Uh, they <laughs> you've incinerated two of them. They bundle up uh, all of the things that they've gotten, sort of uh, the bugbear hefts two large sacks <laughs> over his shoulders, and they begin to sort of limp off. The bugbear was pretty close to death, and they oh. go and limp off. I try to take a look. Do any of them have the brand of the eyeball at all? Uh, roll investigation. Natural 20! They do that. not. Awesome! You, you, while you guys were having this conversation, you were circling around them. They are all not branded. They have many scars. Uh, they've clearly seen their fair share of fights, but no brands. So they all disappear off into the forest with their salvage from this destroyed little hamlet. Uh, Meanwhile, you all go down into the basement to search for the source of this magical aura. That's what we'll Woo! Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at TeamPumaKnife.com. Please rate and review the show. It would mean ever so much to us, ever so much. This episode in particular was a Herculean effort, since some technical difficulties caused us to lose almost all of one cast member's audio. We had to go back and transcribe all their lines based on what everyone else said, re-record them, and then cut them into the final product with the hopes that they didn't sound weird or out of place. If we did our job right, then this is the first time you're noticing, and we'll leave it up to you to guess which person it was. Regardless, we'd love to know that you care about the time and effort we put into our widow baby, so please leave us some kind words. Or, even better, head over to patreon.com slash IWVTCast and leave us some kind money. Help us improve our setup so that technical difficulties are merely a vestige of the past follies of man. And don't forget to check out our friends at the Natty 19 Podcast and listen to the adventures of the Three Seas Shipping Company. All the music in this episode was written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can hear Adam's new album, The Badger Flies at Dawn, on Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify. Tune in next time as the party inspects the basement and finds something strange in the forest. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons.
This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>